Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello, fellow Patriots, Liberty lovers, and chumps for Trump. Great to have you along. Here we go. Getting underway with the most heavily commuted, not to mention heavily congested hour of the Bobby Mack Show. Great to have you along. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just grab the phone, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307 and my email address, Bob, at 1063WORD.com. Okay, so all the uh, news media now is treating it as a uh, fait accompli, as our friends in La Francais uh, would put it. Uh, Joe Biden is the uh, president-elect. Dr. Jill Biden is the future first lady, blah, 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 Uh, whatever else the associated uh, propagandists uh, continue to pump out as so-called news. So I thought, uh, just in in, uh, in contrast, uh, Money Penny, you have uh, the uh, uh, audio around of uh, Joe Biden in his own words. You have that handy? Let's hear from uh, President-elect Biden in his own words. Where I come from, you don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Mr. Biden, you're running for President of the United States. I'm running as a proud Democrat for the Senate. Okay, whatever. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, The phone, make sure the kids hear words. Barack and I think it's a right. For people that have bad account care, bad account care, bad account care. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true and international suffer to pressure, true and international suffer to pressure, true and international suffer to pressure. Four more years of George, uh, George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, but if Donald, Hump, if Donald Trump is reelected. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs. That turn, that 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 turn uh, uh, blonde in the sun, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight, and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump. And you ain't black. You may remember, I got in trouble when we were running against the senator who was a Mormon, the governor, okay? 
We choose truth over facts. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing, you know the thing, you know the thing, you know the thing, you know the thing. Yeah, sadly we do know the thing, Joe. That's what we're trying to defend. Uh, let's go to the phones here on the five o'clock follies, beginning with Ed, who is in Greer. Hello, Ed, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby Mack, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I just wanted to re I wanted to revisit what you were saying about the uh, vote flip in Michigan. Mm-hmm. My understanding is that that six thousand vote flip was in one voting district in Michigan. Correct. So that's six thousand votes, and they may have I have no idea. They may have say fifty voting districts. You could be talking about three hundred thousand votes. You are you are you are very close, Ed. There are th- these uh, voting machines that, uh, according to the experts in Michigan, switch the six thousand Republican votes to Democrat because of a computer software error. Uh, those uh, those same machines are used in 47 Michigan counties. There you go. Mm-hmm. So you could, like I said, you could easily be talking about somewhere approaching 300,000 votes just in Michigan. And then my understanding is you you mentioned the uh, the battleground states where those those machines are used, but I heard that it's used in 37 states. Yes, it, it this, it's this, used. This could make the election for Trump. Yeah, I I know it. I know they are used in thirty plus states. And by the way, uh, I dug up. Well, I didn't dig it up. I happened to see it on the web. Somebody doing some investigative deep dive uh, found that a number of high ranking Democrats just happened to have a financial interest in this so called Dominion uh, program, software program that they use to count the votes. Oh yeah, what I heard is Feinstein's husband owns it. That's, yeah, that's what well, I that that uh, that, <laughs> that's that is exactly true. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not either, but uh, certainly uh, it, it's it, it's enough to uh, to bring about an investigation. I would think. You would think. You would think. <laughs> I, I hey, hope so. I, I you hope, know. I hope, yeah. I Call hope me. Those guys are on this. I yeah, mean, I'm, surely I'm, he's got people yeah. looking into it everywhere. Absolutely, uh, and some. Uh, some pretty high-powered people are involved in this as well. So uh, we are right. we are a long way from over. Uh, thank you, Ed. I appreciate that. In fact, in in that uh, regard, being a long way from over, uh, let me share with you a piece of my baby doll Brenda brought to my attention over the weekend uh, that was published on the I believe on the Newsmax yeah on the Newsmax website, uh, written by Dick Morris, who's uh, been a guest on this program. Uh, The piece is entitled, Trump Can Still Win. President Donald Trump can still win the presidency. Here's how. Only the Electoral College or the various state legislatures can declare a candidate the winner. To base this decision on network vote totals and projections and to call Biden the president-elect is irresponsible. The recounts in Arizona, Georgia, and the other states are likely to go heavily for Trump. Most of the likely errors or invalid votes took place on mailed-in ballots. Machine votes are harder to tamper with. Since Biden won upwards of two-thirds of mail-in votes and absentee ballots, it's likely that most of the discarded mail ballots will be subtracted from Biden's total. The networks 
currently give Trump 214 electoral votes with 270 needed to win. Alaska, where Trump has led by two to one all week and is now more than half counted, will likely throw its three votes to Trump, giving him 217. Trump has likewise led in North Carolina with their 15 votes all week, and his margin of 75,000 is not diminished. He will undoubtedly carry North Carolina. Like Alaska, the media will not call it for Trump to promote the illusion of a Biden victory. North Carolina would bring Trump's vote count to 232. The vote count in Arizona shows Trump's deficit shrinking from 30,000 on Friday to 18,500 on Saturday with about 100,000 left to count. After Arizona, with 11 votes, is fully counted, it will go through a recount subject to the pro-Trump bias identified in point two. Were he to win Arizona, he would have 243 votes. In Georgia, with 16 votes, Biden leads by only 8,400 votes, a margin that has been dropping. Like Arizona, Trump may still win the count, and if not, would have a very good chance of prevailing in the recount. With Georgia, Trump would be at 259. Wisconsin, 10 votes, is tallied as having been won by Biden by 21,000 votes, but a re-canvas is in the offing. Given the facts enumerated earlier, there's a very good chance Trump will carry Wisconsin. The recount process in Wisconsin is uniquely fair and transparent, a model for the nation, so Trump may well flip that state. If he does, he will have 269 votes, one shy of victory. Then it comes down to Pennsylvania and it's 20 votes. The Supreme Court provisionally allowed ballots to be counted if they arrived before Friday, November 6th and were postmarked before Election Day, November 3rd, and ordered late votes to be segregated. When Justice Alito was informed that the state had not segregated the late votes as required in the court's decision, Alito reaffirmed the necessity of enforcing the court order. Joe Biden currently leads by 37,000 votes in Pennsylvania. The number of late arriving ballots likely far exceeds this total. Justice Alito and a court majority may throw out the late ballots likely delivering the state to Trump. Additionally, for the reasons stated above, a re-canvas is likely to give Trump a decisive advantage. If he wins Pennsylvania, he would have 289 votes and a victory. Will there be a recount in Pennsylvania? The current law requires one if the margin is under one half of 1%, and in Pennsylvania, it likely will be slightly greater. There are two ways to trigger a recount. First, the U.S. Supreme Court could order one after the vote counters so flagrantly violated Alito's order to segregate the votes that he had to reissue it. And remember, four justices wanted to reconsider whether to allow late ballots entirely, but the high court deadlocked four to four. Now, with Justice Barrett in the mix, It may take a different view, particularly if the presidency hangs in the balance. Second, Article 2, Section 1 of the U.S. Constitution says each state shall appoint 
in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress. The Pennsylvania State Legislature, solidly in Republican hands, both houses, may choose to demand a recount before appointing electors. To build a case for doing, uh, doing so, it may hold hearings into the allegations of fraud so as to help the voters of the state understand how flagrantly their votes were mishandled. Already, the leader, leader of the state senate in Pennsylvania and the speaker of the state assembly have held a press conference announcing their intentions to audit the vote counting process. So as the great Yogi Berra famously said, it ain't over till the fat lady sings, and she hasn't. 18 after 5 here in the Bobby Mack Show. Back to the phones right after this. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> yeah, a little irony with uh, Life in the Fast Lane as the bumper music here in the slow lane and the 5 o'clock follies on the Monday edition. Uh, back to the phones we go, uh, beginning with Pete, who is in Anderson. Hello, Pete, and welcome to the show. Hey, Bobby, thank you very much for taking the call. Yes, i got sir. a couple of questions. You bet. With all the... the Legal ramifications hanging over Joe Biden's head. How is he even able to run? He should have been indicted from the start. And now to take a leaf out of uh, whatever that lady's name, uh, she was always saying indict, indict, or appeal. Oh, yeah, Ma uh, Maxine Waters. Yeah. That's the one. Well, maybe we should start a, a pre-impeach <laughs> for, for, for this traitor and this criminal. Well, your point is well taken, Pete, uh, as well as the other what could end up being downstream ramifications. Uh, what happens to uh, all of the lies that Joe Biden told about not knowing anything about his son Hunter's businesses in Ukraine, China, Russia and elsewhere? Uh, what happens to the so long delayed a real investigation into Hillary and her email server. What happens into the investigation that John Durham supposedly has been conducting at the DOJ into the attempted coup against President Trump? Uh, what happens to all of those? They just uh, vanish into the ether? It, it's a real shame that the Republican Party cannot be as aggressive as the Democrat Party. Because Amen. the Republican Party actually has facts. W would you mind repeating that, Pete? I said it's a shame that the Republican Party cannot be as forthright and as aggressive with the facts as the Democrat Party are with rubbish. We should uh, we should play that soundbite from Pete uh, just about every hour on the hour. Thank you, Pete. I appreciate your being here. And uh, 
being a, a spokesperson for what I agree with as well. Uh, let's uh, go to Spartanburg next and uh, bring in Chris here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hi, Chris, and welcome to the show. Hey, Bobby, how are you doing? So far, so good. Good. Um, I don't want to be mean or ugly or anything. I just would like to make one quick comment about uh, a little clip you played uh, maybe 10 or 15 minutes ago about uh, with Biden and him making some uh, mistakes uh, with his words, with his language. Right. And, uh, yeah, and I know that uh, there is certainly some evidence that, that he may have some cognitive issues. Uh, that's been proven, I guess, a lot on video and audio. I think it's also been proven uh, for a long time that he has a stutter. And, and my only comment, Bobby, is that when I hear something like that, um, while probably a lot of it's true and accurate, I just don't think it's funny. My dad died of Alzheimer's, and it's not a funny disease. And my son also has a stutter, and he just suffers every day with that. And, you know, I know you're making a point, but the point of, you know, that, that Joe's not maybe on top of things based on his ability to say certain things, I don't know. I just don't really find it funny. I think we can find other things to, um, I don't know, talk about Biden about. Well, look, and certainly I have sympathy for people that have health challenges, uh, but uh, the people that you're talking about are not running for president of the United States. I, I agree. And, and I, I think it's very wrong. I, it troubles me greatly that, you know, I don't think anybody wants a president that, that has any kind of cognitive issues. I've Correct. Got, that goes without, and, that goes and, without and, saying it. And, and that's my point. Well, it, and that worries me a lot. It, it troubles me a lot even more so that, you know, if he doesn't make it very long, that his vice president will, you know, come in after him. Um, so we're, we're on the same side. I just want to let you know that, that Alzheimer's, if he's in the early stages, it's just not funny. It's just nothing funny about it. And picking on somebody about it and a stutter, it's just, it, you know, there's a lot we can a lot we can find to pick on and complain about. But that one offends me just a little bit. But that's all I wanted to say. Okay, yeah, point, uh, point taken, Chris, and thanks for the call. 529 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Annie is off today. Matthew is in on the News Center and is next up. And I'm right back on the other side here on Monday. Five o'clock follies roll on here on WORD. Yeah, a little spaghetti western music in the background. 537 now, 23 before 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Thanks to the callers for patiently waiting because I know it's taken a while to get on today. Uh, David is next up. He is in uh, Greenville. Hi, David, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bob. I wasn't going to say this, but I will because I heard the uh, news while I was waiting. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. your, Your reporter there said, I'm going to quote him, no evidence of election fraud yet. Does Fox News write these talking points for your reporters, or do they actually do that themselves? Just a quick question. Yeah, no, actually, that stuff comes from the Associated uh, Propagandists. That is the that's AP. All, that's, that's all, that's all, yeah, that's all that, I needed to know. Yep, that's where that comes from. Yep. Now now let me get, get on. Well, uh, have you seen the article in the Gateway Pundit today uh, showing the uh, top 13 things that need to be investigated immediately by Sidney Powell and others on the Trump legal team? Yes, I have seen that. Good. Okay, well, I'm not going to bore you with that. You can tell everybody about it, and you may already have. 
But here's something I'm looking at right here that right. you may not have seen. I've got two, four, six, eight states listed. Okay? Here's Nevada. I'm just going to round it off. Okay. 1.27 million uh, registered voters, yet the projected votes are almost 1.6 million, which was a turnout of uh, – wait a minute – which was a turnout of 125%. Let me go wow. to the next one. Pennsylvania, 6.4 million registered, a little over 7 million votes, 109% voter turnout. Minnesota, mm-hmm. 3 million, almost 3.2 million, 107% turnout. North Carolina, 5.2 uh, million registered, five almost 5.5 uh, projected voters, 106 percent. Then in Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, and Georgia, in Wisconsin, it's 105 percent. Michigan, 105 percent. Arizona, 101 percent. In Georgia, 96 percent. Now, just those little numbers right there. Anybody right. with God-given common sense, I don't care what kind of rose-colored glasses you got, liberal, conservative, libertarian, whatever, would sit there and say. Looking at national elections, there's no way, and you know what, that you ever get turnout in a national election like that. All that shows, Bobby, is uh, prima facie evidence in, in my book, real simply, and anybody that I just described, which is most Americans, prima facie evidence of complete and utter massive voter fraud. And the only way the Democrats could override those votes was to throw in so many votes that mm-hmm. those percentages percentages were skewered like it. I right. would guess that the norm, normal turnout in those states in a national election was probably 60 to 67 percent. And every one of them, that's how many votes they had to work into the hopper, quote, unquote, to uh, beat Trump. Trump won in a landslide. Yeah, Just here is, and here is the dirty little secret uh, in these percentages that you're citing, David, because these percentages are assuming that the voter registration rolls in each of these states is accurate. And you know as well as I do that the voter registration rolls are not accurate because they have not purged people who have died, people who have moved to another state, or any of the other typical reasons we see why the Democrats do not want the voter registration rolls purged. So the numbers we're working with are bogus to begin with. And you brought up a great point there. So that would make that percentage of turnout even higher than what I just read off. That is correct. To back back up everything you said, Tom Fitton and his great organization, Judicial Watch, has proven precisely what you said. They've gotten California to uh, clean those voter rolls up, and and they're working on North Carolina now, but they've only got a limited amount of money, and et cetera. This has been going on for years, like you said, dead people, people that uh, uh, were in the War of 1812 and more are still on the voter rolls. Correct. And uh, and, uh, and uh, I would add Ohio to that list because I believe that they have uh, made a, a pretty a good effort uh, in cleaning up their voter rolls. But many of these other states have found friendly Democrat-appointed judges uh, to be able to rule that, no, you can't go back and, and update and correct these voter rolls because, of course, you might be disenfranchising somebody who's dead. Hey, I want to tell you something else, too. D.V. Kidd wrote a good article, D-E-V-V-Y. Uh, you can read it on the Internet, about illegal ballots counted. 
right? She, she's a great investigative reporter. But one thing she says in her little synopsis here, this is very interesting, too, which tells us about the fraud. says, no Republican in American presidential history has ever gotten 270 electoral votes. I didn't know this. And the White House without winning Ohio. Well, Trump won Ohio. Correct. And I will tell you, he probably won it uh, even against voter fraud. It was such a massive turnout for him. And it says, also, no Republican has won the presidency. This is amazing. In 96 years without winning Florida, the right. last was Calvin Coolidge in 1924. He won Florida, too. So Trump won Ohio. Trump won Florida. There's some more, again, prima facie evidence. Oh, my gosh. You know, I hope Sidney Powell, with, with the help of Michael Flynn and a couple of these other uh, generals that know about these uh, vote-flipping programs and all that stuff, can can really get it out there. I, I really do. Yeah, me too. Let's let's hope that uh, that all of this uh, is eventually brought to light because uh, it is truly incredible what we've experienced. Uh, David, thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it, and thanks for running those numbers. Five forty three seventeen before six here on the Bobby Mac Show. Uh, here's a few a few other reports uh, of of what has been transpiring out there. Uh, This from the uh, Geller report, that's Pam Geller, Detroit Democrat Party worker on Facebook, quote, I work for Wayne County, Michigan, that's Detroit, and I threw out every Trump ballot I saw, tens of thousands of them, and so did all of my co-workers, end quote. In case you were wondering why the Democrat criminal criminal syndicate was uh, so furiously working in the wee hours of the morning. Meantime, county and municipal clerks and poll workers across Wisconsin may have unlawfully altered witness statements on thousands of mail-in ballots across the state. This was reported on the uh, Dan O'Donnell show. He's a local radio talk show host on WISN. I believe that's in Milwaukee. Wisconsin statute 6.86 provides that an absentee ballot must be signed by a witness who is also required to list his or her address. If a witness address is not listed, then the ballot is considered invalid and must be returned to the voter to have the witness corrected. Instead, multiple sources tell the Dan O'Donnell Show municipal clerks and vote counters across the state simply filled out witness signatures themselves, acting on false and unlawful advice from the Wisconsin Election Commission, these clerks may have inadvertently invalidated thousands of absentee votes, said retired Wisconsin Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman. The statute is very, very clear. If an absentee ballot does not have a witness addressed on it, it's not valid that ballot would not count. The Election Commission sent uniform instructions to voters with their mail-in ballots and informed them, your witness must sign and provide their full address in the certification of witness section. However, on October 19th, the Election Commission sent instructions to clerks that they could simply fill in the witness address themselves so that the ballot would not be invalidated. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that would be, uh, what's the word I'm searching for? That's it, illegal. 
546, 14 before 6 in the Bobby Mack Show. Yeah, there's, a, there's no evidence of these wild and baseless claims from President Trump about voter fraud. No evidence. Nothing to see here. Move along. Welcome back, 8 before 6 o'clock, as a troll joins us on the text line, Bob, he lost, but you keep clutching at straws, hashtag, the emperor really has no clothes. Oh, really? Uh, did, I, did I miss this, uh, trollster? Did the Electoral College, while I wasn't looking, uh, name uh, Biden as the winner of the election? Have all the state legislatures confirmed that uh, Biden won? Has the Congress of the United States confirmed that Biden won? What's that? Crickets? Gotcha. Uh, to the phones we go. John is next up. He is in uh, Greenville. Hi, John, and welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby Mike. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. I have a quick question. Yeah, I hadn't heard anybody talk about it, but our ballots here in South Carolina, you can re- vote Republic across the board. Yes. This software that's supposed to been uh, contaminated with. Mm-hmm. How do we know that that's not affected the Senate races and all? Uh, Have good you heard question. Anything on that? Yeah, uh, uh, only what I would call uh, anecdotal evidence, John. On election day and the day after, there were a number of callers who talked about how they had gone to their local precinct to vote. They had voted the straight Republican ticket. And then when the printout came out in their hand before they stuck it into the box where the the ballots are stored, they noticed that all of the votes voting straight Republican were correct, except the computer program had put their vote for president uh, for Biden instead of for Trump. And the people who noticed that Mm. uh, reported it and uh, they went back and they were allowed to vote again. And this time they came out right. Hmm. That's a curious question. Yeah. I hadn't heard anybody mention it, so and I'm and how curious about it. Well, understandably, and uh, I have no way of, of being able to to know uh, how right. widespread this problem may have been. Uh, and uh, and uh, to your more pertinently to your question. It, it, this was only happening in the presidential race and not in the senatorial race. Uh, it's curious, though, in other states, uh, I've seen reports of uh, ballots that were turned in and counted that only had a vote for Biden for president and none of the other state or local election uh, races had a vote there. There was only one vote on that ballot, and that was for Biden. Well, I guess Democrats don't want to use it all up in one play, do they? <laughs> that would be one explanation, John. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Bobby, Mike, you have a good night, and I appreciate you taking my call. Thank you, sir. Fight the good fight. Bye-bye. Five before six here on the Bobby Mack Show. A few more anecdotal evidence, gateway pundit. On Tuesday night, President Trump was leading significantly in several swing states, Georgia, North Carolina, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania had a significant lead in Michigan uh, late election night. Then all of a sudden, 
uh, Joe Biden jumped up 200,000 votes and took the lead over President Trump. Wednesday morning, a poll watcher in Detroit sent to the website, the Gateway Pundit, this message. Last night at the TCF, that's the new name for what was uh, previously known as Cobo Hall, where absentee ballots for Wayne County, Detroit, were being counted, a Ferrari, a van, and a Chrysler 300, I think, all pulled up into the facility, large garage doors with ballots inside their vehicles. All three had out-of-state plates. This is an anonymous tip. And they're counting military ballots. Now I heard around 7,000. Every military ballot has to be duplicated, that is rewritten. I don't know why. This is very concerning. I got the intel from redacted and a GOP challenger who was here all night. A ballot observer in Detroit, different from the previous source, uh, went, to, went on the news to tell about her experience in the TCF Center on Wednesday morning, says a mysterious van full of ballots arrived at 4 in the morning. Well, I'm sure they were all legally cast votes. I have every confidence in that, don't you? I mean, the associated propagandists say, you know, these claims by President Trump are wild and baseless. Unless you bother to look at them. One more to go. Bonus hour still ahead here on Monday on WORD. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 